0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Power of Man podcast, episode 27. Very happy to be here. Thank you for taking your time to join us today. Uh, My name is Rory Paquette, I am as always your humble host. And uh, man, that last episode, huh? I hope that some of you folks, um, well I hope all you folks actually got to hear it, got to experience it. uh, Justin Wegner from Backbone Swag was an unbelievable guest, a fantastic interview. And um, yeah, to be honest, he, he is exactly the guy that I thought he would be when I invited him on the show. And uh, Justin, if you're listening, thank you, man, one more time for being on there. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, please do yourself a favor and listen to it. It is worth every minute. Um, it is a behind the scenes, deep dive look into, uh, the heart and mind of a quality man, uh, and an entrepreneur, a very successful guy who's got a kick ass brand. Um, so, um, I'll let you guys look all that up, but, uh, please do check it out. And the messages we've gotten, the feedback we've gotten, um, a lot of you guys are saying, Hey, I had never heard of this brand. That's really cool you know, and uh, man, great interview. You guys, you know, really, you know, really got in touch with some stuff. And, um, we just had a ton of compliments, uh, of good, positive feedback of people who said it really got to them. Um, and we had, uh, some people that I've been, you know, reaching out to, uh, to be on the show who, uh, have said, Hey, I saw your interview. Cause you know, I sent the interview to him when I reached out to him and they said, I, I had a chance to, to, you know, see your interview, listen to your interview and wow. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's book a time. So we've got more people coming. Um, so thank you again to all of you for making all of this possible. And thanks again to Justin for jumping on and being my first, uh, interview on the Power Man podcast couple of updates for uh, everybody from some other things going on. Um, our sister podcast, the Impact Recruiting All-Stars podcast, is flying. Um, our first four episodes have been just magnificent. We've had some quality young men on there. Uh, we've got a lot of people who are lining up to be on there also and are scheduling times for interviews. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check that out yet, that is our podcast to help uh, these young people, these student athletes, to help them get noticed by colleges. And, you know, colleges, <laughs> look, they, they're they're going through a lot, just like we all did, you know, COVID and, you know, cut budgets and funding and everything else. And, you know, they don't all have every recruiter they ever wanted to have. Um, you know, they don't have, you know, 15 people uh, anymore for one particular region. Maybe they have one, you know. <laughs> Uh, A lot of uh, D2, D3 schools have the coach, and they don't have a a big, huge staff running around doing the recruiting. So a lot of these places could use the help, and they want to know about these young people that are out there. So if you are a parent of a student athlete who is a sophomore, junior, or senior, you know what? Um, Get in touch with us. Send us a message. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, let us know, because we can get you on the show. It is completely free. We're not uh, we're not charging a dime. We're not making a dime doing that. It's it's free. And uh, we're doing it because, you know, I have two boys who are in that process. And one went through it already, and, and one uh, is going through it now. And I'm telling you right now, coaches need help. These kids need help, and that's why we're out there doing this. So uh, any help you can give us, uh, or if you have kids of your own or know of any, and you want to have them featured on a podcast, you know, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, you can contact us at Power of Man on Instagram, at Power of Man Podcast, okay, on Instagram. And you can contact us, uh, well, they're about either one, frankly. But you can also look us up on Impact Recruiting Podcast. Okay, Impact Recruiting Podcast is our handle on Instagram. Check us out there, send us a message, um, you know, let us know how we can help you or a, uh, a young athlete that you know. <clears throat> so without further ado, let's get this thing rolling. Before we do that, I do need to take advantage of this fine beverage that I have sitting next to me. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I bet you can guess what I'm drinking. That's right. It's Freedom Hill Coffee, folks. Absolutely delicious, dark, and rich, and just tasty. And they do a great job. And they have, uh, you know, a lot of other things they do, like helping veterans with their proceeds. So, fantastic company that I support. And I suggest you look them up at Freedom Hill Coffee on Instagram. That's right. Um, Anyway, that being said, got to move forward. We have had some, uh, we've had some just magnificent podcasts, I think, in the past that have touched a lot of people. And, Um, we've had a lot of great interaction. We have some of the best listeners out there and, um, I am so grateful to every one of you. Uh, every one of you men and women who listen to this podcast religiously, who share it on social media, who subscribe to it. Um, and it's because of you that we have, um, also recently achieved this nice little landmark. We are now on iTunes. Yes, it's true. That's right. You hear the crowd in the background. Ah, We are now on iTunes. So we are officially on all the platforms. If you find a platform where we're not on it, please message me because I'm pretty sure I've covered them all. (laughs) And iTunes was the one holdout and we are now there. So if you have an iPhone, it should be a piece of cake for you to download our podcast, subscribe, enable alerts, the whole bit and follow through. Um, so that was made possible by you folks. Uh, we've had so many people listen to this that iTunes just couldn't couldn't say no any longer, and there we are. So, with that being said, uh, like I said, we've had some really neat podcasts in the past. We've got a bunch of new ones set up in the future, and today I wanted to just share a few things. This is going to be a little bit of a lighter podcast today, um, because we have a very special holiday coming. And, uh, it's Halloween and I've always loved Halloween, you know, uh, even as a kid. And maybe it was because I got a chance to, I don't know, dress up and be somebody else. (laughs) You know, anybody who, uh, has listened to any of my podcasts knows that my childhood wasn't the best and I was looking for a way to escape and, you know, at least for one evening be something cooler or, you know neater or more fun than the way I considered myself to be. So I loved dressing up. I loved being other characters. I loved going out with my friends, you know, with a pillowcase and grabbing a bunch of candy and coming home and eating it until you got sick. Um, as a parent, as a father, I have loved going out trick or treating with my sons and my daughter and, you know, watching the gigantic smiles on their faces. And, um, you know, when they got older, the, the trades of, well, I'll I'll trade you this for this, you know, the, the bargaining that went on, you know, with the candy afterwards. And, um, I just think it's, it's a neat holiday. It's a time for the community to come together and say, yeah, you know what, let's just give candy out to, to the kids and let them have fun. And it's just a time when, you know, neighbors who are walking in the street, you know, with their kids get to say hi to neighbors that are in the house handing out candy. And, you know, everybody's in a good mood for a few hours. You know, it's kind of like the pre-Christmas almost, based entirely on on candy. And from a health standpoint, not great, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And I know some people don't like it, and I know some people can't stand it. Um, you know, and, and our government has tried really hard to shut it down, probably because it's a chance for people to get together and be happy. Yeah, I don't think they want that these days, but, um, I think it's an important day. And so I wanted to share with you, um, the power of man guide to do's and don'ts on Halloween. Um, there are some things that I'm okay with that I think, you know, as a man, you can do on Halloween and you can say, hey, you know, we may disagree on this and this and this, but but it's okay. I understand. And then there's some things in Halloween that, you know, as a man, as a father, as a husband, I just think are, are awful, are unforgivable, and some that are non-negotiable. And I want to just talk about them real quick tonight. So um, I hope you bear with me. And if you agree or disagree with any of these, then you know what? I hope you send me a message. I love the connection. I love going back and forth with you folks. Um, So, hey, get ready at Power of Man Podcast on Instagram. Can't wait to hear it. And here we go. The things that I'm okay with, some do's, if you will, I don't mind a kid coming to the door without a costume, okay? Um, It's a night for kids to go out and have fun. And you don't know why that kid doesn't have a costume, okay? And I've heard some really lame excuses from people. Well, you know, they didn't even dress up. Oh, I'm sorry. They they didn't fulfill the requirements of the day when we hand out candy to kids for fun. They had to jump through a hoop. Did they have to pass a test? Seriously? Okay, if a kid's wearing his blue jeans and wants to go get some candy on Halloween, you know, God knows why he doesn't have a costume. Maybe his parents are both working, didn't have time, and he still wants to go. You know, maybe his parents are divorced and fought with each other all day long about who got the kid when, and the poor kid finally just said, Hey, I want to go trick or treating and grabbed a sack and headed out the door. Maybe the kid and his parents can't afford a costume. The bottom line is don't judge. It's Halloween. Kid comes to your door without a costume, says trick or treat. If he's not there to rob you, give him some candy. Okay? And lighten up. That's number one on the I'm okay with list. Number two, older kids, teenagers. Look. I trick-or-treated for quite a while when I was younger and I took my little sister out, my little brother, and I was older and you know what? I wanted to get some candy. So if a bunch of teenagers get together and they're having a good time going house to house and they're going trick-or-treating on Halloween, before you say no to them, and I know there's some stodgy people out there that are not in touch with their power and think they have to impose their ridiculous beliefs on everybody and everything... But before you actually say no to a group of kids because they're older or chastise them for being on your doorstep, think about one thing real quick. Wouldn't you rather have them doing that on Halloween than the possible alternative? Would you rather have them out TPing a house, smashing pumpkins? Stealing candy from other kids? Or a whole hell of a lot worse? Or is it maybe okay that they just wanted to come to the door and get some candy? Again, lighten up. Third on the okay list. It is okay if you don't want to hand out candy. Because as much as I expect you to respect, you know, the custom of people doing this. In return, I also have to respect your desire to not be a part of it for whatever reason. And as long as you're not trying to shut it down for everybody else, then you know what? If you don't want to be a part of it, that's absolutely fine close your door, turn off your outside lights for a couple of hours. And if anybody does knock on your door, don't answer it. That's your choice. And I respect you having that choice. So that's number three. If you don't want to be a part of it, don't. And I respect that. I'm going to return to this a little bit later. So let's just say I'm going to put an asterisk next to this one. Okay? So, hey, kid doesn't have a costume, lighten up. Kid's a little older, teenager or something, lighten up. Give him a Kit Kat. You don't want to participate? Hey, as long as you're not trying to stop it for everybody else, impose your beliefs on everybody else, bully for you. You be you. Shut off your lights. You know, don't answer the door. You're out. Totally fine. With an asterisk. Those are some of my, um, you know, hey, I don't mind. Hey, these are okay. Maybe you could call them, you know, do's. Those are fine, right? But I've been wanting to say these other things for a long time. And I haven't had the platform to do it. And now I do. And I want to make sure that I get this out at this time of year. These are some of the things that really, really bother me about Halloween. And I think that if you're a man, an actual man, who's in touch with his power, I think that you're going to agree with me on these. No, You may hear some of these and go, wow, I didn't even realize that. I didn't even think about that. And you know what? Okay. And I'm going to give you a get out of jail free card if you change your ways this Halloween. That's the deal. So here are a few things that have really bothered me over the years. The first one. When kids come to the door and you don't recognize the costumes, or you see a kid who's all dressed up as something and you really have no idea what he or she is, just say nice costume and let them take some candy. Don't say... Oh, look at you. What are you supposed to be? When my youngest son was seven years old, he dressed up like a cyborg um, from the Terminator movies. And apparently in the neighborhood that we lived in at the time, we didn't have a whole lot of Terminator fans living near us. And five out of six houses, they all said the same thing. What are you supposed to be? Now, I don't think they meant any harm at all. Which is why I'm going to point this out to you. By the sixth house, my son takes off his mask and looks at me and he's all down and he's depressed and frankly he looks like he's you know got some tears in his eyes and he goes nobody knows what i am i hate this costume this kid picked it out was so excited got dressed was bouncing off the walls couldn't wait to go out okay And just because people wouldn't acknowledge what he was, the whole holiday was like ruined. And I thought right there, you know, man, I wish they hadn't said that stuff to him. And I was mad because I'm a father. And my job is to protect. And then I realized I've probably said the same thing about a hundred times not knowing that it impacted kids that way. But since that day, I've watched other kids get the same reaction at houses, and I've watched their little faces, and I've watched them come away saddened by it. So number one is, is pointing out something I don't think you people know. I don't think most people know, unless you've had that actual experience punch you right in the throat. Do not say, what are you supposed to be? If you don't know what they are, just say, oh, nice costume, and hand them a candy. And until you've had like your kid almost in tears over this, maybe this doesn't resonate with you. So I'm trying to help you before you get to that point. That's number one. Number two. And this is from the kid's standpoint and from the parent's standpoint. Do not... Put your grubby hand into your bowl and dump a bunch of stuff into my kid's bag if you're handing out the cheapest candy on the planet. Like Tootsie Rolls or Dum Dum lollipops or stickers or toothbrushes or some other crap. Okay, if if that's how you feel about Halloween, you know what? Go back to the do's. Just close your door, turn off your outside lights, and sit and watch a movie. Because there's two things wrong with what you're doing. Number one, again, you're disappointing the living daylight side of the kids. They're out there in freezing cold weather, the rain, the snow. I mean, depending on where you live. I mean, they're busting their butts. They, they spent hours getting ready. They spent weeks preparing. And you're going to hand them a Tootsie Roll? Look, we all have money problems. I get it. But if you can't do better than that, don't participate. Because two things happen to that candy or that sticker or whatever it might be. Any candy that isn't sealed, like, you know, a Snickers bar, is sealed. Kids get to keep that. Okay, I'm a responsible parent. I still check my kids' candy. You know, make sure that there aren't pinholes in it or a mark or something else. It's not wet. I mean, look, you check it out the best you can. But something that can be unwrapped and messed with and then wrapped back up, like a Tootsie Roll or a lollipop, as a parent, I'm not letting my kids eat it. It's not going to make it through the checkpoint of dad. So you spent money on something to throw into my kid's bag that's going right in the trash. And that goes for your stickers and your plastic toys and your toothbrushes. I'm not going to spend time sterilizing the toothbrush you handed out. Since I don't know where that's been. So. Decent candy or bust. That's number two. And number three is something that I, is the worst to me. The absolute worst on Halloween that you can do. And every single year I see it. Let me preface this by saying, you know, every single year my wife and I had a plan she would go with the kids and do part of the neighborhood and I would stay home and hand out candy. They'd come back after doing part of the neighborhood, you know, use the bathroom, get ready to go, refresh, have a couple candies and get ready for the second part of the neighborhood. Right. And I would go with them for that, for the second part. And my wife would stay behind and she would hand out candy. As parents, we both got to experience going trick-or-treating with our kids. We both got to have that kind of fun with them. We both got to have memories of it. And we still got to stay home and hand out candy to everybody else in the neighborhood. Sure, we wanted to go together and experience all of it together. But if we were taking candy from everybody else, we thought, oh, I don't know, we should give some out. There were a couple of years uh, towards the end of my, my boys' uh, trick-or-treating you know, careers where um, my father-in-law, while he was still alive, came over and handed out candy. He had a blast. And my wife and I got to go together because we had our house covered. We were participating on both sides. Every single year. I hand out candy to people and I see mom, dad, kids, grandparents, pictures, selfies. They're carrying drinks. They got some, you know, schnapps or some uh, Baileys in one of the cups. Dad's carrying a beer. I mean, that's a fun family moment. Who's at their house? I know a lot of the people that I see out there walking around. And the whole family's out there. And when we brought our kids by their house, nobody was home. And honestly, that bothered me about those people all year long. How freaking bold are you that you're going to go all around the neighborhood and have your kids go get candy from everybody else? And because you guys want to be all part of the experience together, you're not going to participate in the other end of it? You're not giving out any candy yourself? And, you know, a couple years ago, I actually got into it with a parent about that. I didn't like the guy anyway. And I was like, hey, man, who's at your house? Oh, yeah, nobody. So you're just going around getting candy from everybody else, but you're not giving any out? Well, what's wrong with you, man? (laughs) What's wrong with me? You're a punk. And a freeloader. And hey, here's a thought. Imagine a world, imagine your neighborhood where everybody does that. You would literally have all of the moms and all of the dads and all of the kids, the grandparents and anybody else you could muster up, all going door to door. Nobody would be home nobody would be handing out candy to anyone because everyone would be out looking for their free ticket. Most of you can see the parallel between that and things going on today in the real world. But I can't do anything about the real world. But I just might be able to change somebody's mind About Halloween. Folks, Halloween only works. Only works. If everybody's in. That's why I said there was an asterisk on the thing, you know, on the first list. If you don't want to hand out candy, that's totally fine. With an asterisk. Because you see, if you don't want to hand out candy, I'm okay with it. Asterisk. Unless you're going out to get candy from everybody else. Then, you're a mutt. Yeah. A mutt. So three things that I hope you will refrain from doing this Halloween. What are you supposed to be? Number one, don't crush some poor kid. Number two, cheap candy or stickers that are going to get thrown out anyway. Don't bother. See the first list, turn your lights off, watch a movie. And number three, being a mutt. Taking your kids out and not giving candy to any of the other kids. Honestly, I think that should be against the wall. I think it should at the very least be a class A misdemeanor. And right now, a lot of you think I'm kidding. That's just raw. So, I hope that I've made a couple of points with you guys because Halloween is important. It's an escape. As adults, we need escapes. You think your kids don't? You don't think they need an escape from homework and from, you know, their rigors of their sports that they're playing? the activities they're in, I mean, from dance class or from their instrument. Kids need a break. And Halloween is the one time where everything works because everybody's participating and working together to make it work. Think about that for a minute. The entire holiday is based on Everyone in your community working together in tandem to give and receive towards a common goal. And the common goal for everyone is making kids happy. Can you think of anything better? In this ridiculous time that we live in right now, can you think of anything better than that? Me either. So I hope that if you're a person who has committed one of these infractions, that you will at least think twice. Try to see the other side. I know your first reaction is going to be, well, well, uh, you know, hey, that's not fair. Look. Yeah, it is. And if you're doing it, you're a mutt. But this is simple. Halloween's coming. And when it does, be a man. Find your power. Make a decision. And the only decision you have to make is don't be a mutt. I love you guys. Thank you for letting me vent. If you haven't heard uh, our last episode, please go back and check it out. And if you have any comments on my episode I just gave you on Halloween, I would love to hear them. Whether you agree, whether you disagree, maybe you know you're a mutt and you're okay with that. Send me a message and sign it from the mutt. You guys are great. Thank you for listening. Please, please have a great Halloween. Have a safe holiday. Because you're worth it. And Halloween can work the way it's supposed to. You just have to believe it. And we'll get more serious in the future. Until next time.